The moment you step aboard a luxury cruise ship, your every need and want is taken care of. Every day at the Tradition at Morse Life feels like life aboard a luxury cruise ship with more of everything that makes life wonderful, like first-class service, first-class food, first-class amenities, and first-class fun, all-inclusive. At the Tradition Assisted Living, you'll feel more vibrant, more energized, and more inspired to make the most of every day. You'll be more comfortable and more connected to friends and to family. Even new grandbabies and great-grandbabies will be little celebrities when they visit you at the Tradition. Best of all, you'll have more care when you need it and more freedom when you don't. Visit the Tradition at Morse Life and see how much more life can be. Tour online at morselife.org or call 561-250-0017. The Tradition at Morse Life. More caring and more community. Because at Morse Life, we're committed to giving you more. Are you confused or just plain bored by the new tax laws? The professionals at Zachary Financial Consultants have studied every line of the thousand-page bill and know all the ways that you can benefit from it as well as all of the hidden traps you need to avoid. If you're a business owner, you may be able to save tens of thousands of dollars in taxes. But in order to take advantage of them, you may have to make some changes. The professionals at Zachary Financial Consultants can easily guide you through these muddy waters. Having over 37 years of financial experience, the staff at Zachary Financial Consultants includes CPAs, certified financial planners, and attorneys. They regularly assist their clients in making sure they're maximizing their after-tax investment performance, that their families are adequately protected in case of a catastrophe, and in providing a customized financial plan which they help to implement and monitor. At Zachary Financial Consultants, every client is treated with personalized care as if they were part of the family. You can speak directly with the CEO, Mitch Zachary, at 561-508-8446 or email him at mzachary at zacharyfinancial.com. They are conveniently located in Palm Beach Gardens and they offer free consultations. That's Zachary Financial Consultants, 561-508-8446. Chabad Hebrew School. Teach them today for a brighter tomorrow. At Chabad Hebrew School, learning is always fun and kids don't want to miss a day. Give your children the greatest gift of all, the gift of a strong Jewish identity through a solid Jewish education. Sundays, 10 a.m. to noon at Chabad of Palm Beach Gardens. Call us at 561-624-2223 to schedule an appointment or online at jewishgardens.com. Are you retired or nearing retirement? By now you probably realize that nest egg you had set up is not nearly enough to carry you through retirement. Here's some good news. They specialize in retirement planning, estate planning, income taxation, and investment strategies for people who are retired or approaching retirement looking for ways to maximize their income. It's not too late to get on the right track to financial freedom. Mark Lenski has been a financial advisor since 1986 and carries a certified financial planner's designation and all the tips, tools, and secrets you need to find financial stability. They also focus on 401k plans and passive real estate solutions. So whether you're retired, nearing retirement, or just want to stay ahead of the game, contact Mark Lenski to set up your consultation. 561-328-7391. That's 561-328-7391. US1 and Donald Ross, right in Juneau Beach. Investment Group is an independent firm with securities offered through Summit Brokerage Services, Inc. Member FINRA and SIPC. Advisory services offered through Summit Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor. You're listening to the Sunday Schmooze with the Rabbi and the CEO, brought to you by Morse Life Health System, the gold standard in senior living. Now, back to your hosts, Rabbi Dovid Vigler and CEO Mitch Zachary.
separating the facts from the fiction and the Baba Mises from the bottom line, you're listening to the Sunday Schmooze with the rabbi and the Rebetzin. This Sunday morning, I'm joined by my wife, Rebetzin Chana Vigler. I am Rabbi David Vigler. Both of us founders and spiritual leaders of the Chabad of Palm Beach Gardens, where you will find Jew- traditional Jewish values. For contemporary Jews just like you, learn more about us online at www.jewishgardens.com. That's jewishgardens.com for the Chabad of Palm Beach Gardens. Good morning, Rabbi Hanna. How are you? Good morning. Thank God I'm doing well, and I am so happy to be here today as... Always. Yes, welcome back from uh, your summer travels, Khan. Our summer travels has been uh, great to have you here back in the studio on the ground in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida, this beautiful part of the world. I have no idea why people leave Florida for the summer. It is so nice over here. Yeah, there truly is no place like home. But there's nothing else like family either, and we join our family for a good few weeks in the summertime up in the Catskill Mountains, where so many... Jewish families originated, and everybody's got a story that starts in the Catskills. That's where we uh, go out for a few weeks in the summertime to spend time with our family as well. You know, talking about family, talking about identity, talking about Jewish identity. We were talking this morning about how one of the most identifying signs of a Jewish family, of a Jewish home, is one that we literally wear on our sleeve, or at least on our doorpost. And that is the mezuzah. Yeah, that's right. You can walk down the street and literally point out which homes are Jewish and which homes are not, just by spotting the mezuzah on the door. Do you remember, Hannah, when we were first moving down to Palm Beach Gardens and we were trying to work out if there's any Jewish people that live here? I just remember how we drove down certain streets and we were counting the mezuzahs on the doors and we said, wow, this is a very Jewish area. This is the right place for us to open the Chabad. Yeah, absolutely. And the interesting thing is that, you know, no matter how, what level of religiosity people feel they are on, somehow... Every single Jewish home, for the most part, will have a mezuzah. It's just one of those things that people hold on to. No matter, no matter what else they decide to keep Jewish-wise, they have a mezuzah. And we've seen it throughout our travels around the world. You know, whether we've been to South Africa, Cape Town, or uh, on our travels to Italy and Tuscany... West Coast of the United States, wherever we've actually been, Amsterdam, I mean, we've always seen this Jewish constant. No matter who, no matter what, I'm a Jew and I will have a mezuzah on my doorpost. It's something that Jews just have, even if they don't keep Shabbos, even if they're not keeping kosher, even if they never walk into a synagogue, chances are high that they will have a mezuzah on their doorpost. Yeah, and the interesting thing is that although it's so popular and so many people, you know, carry this on to this day, so many people actually don't know what a mezuzah actually is, why we have it on our doors, and what it's for. You know, a lot of people tell me as as a rabbi, they're like, oh, rabbi, of course I have mezuzahs on my door. I have the mezuzah for my great grandmother. She brought it from Poland. And really what people don't understand is that the mezuzah is not the casing on the outside. 
That's just the case. The mezuzah is the scroll that is on the inside. Right. So often um, people will tell about all their uh, exotic mezuzahs that they've gotten from all sorts of places. And some are truly very, very beautiful. But as you say, those are just the cases. It's not actually the mezuzah. That's called a mezuzah case, not the mezuzah. The actual mezuzah is the scroll that's inside of that case. Did you know that you don't actually have to have a case on your mezuzah? If you wanted to, you could quite literally take the scroll of the mezuzah, the parchment, and cover it up with even a plastic tubing or saran wrap and quite literally paste it to your doorpost and that would be a kosher mezuzah. Whereas if you put the most expensive, ornate, and sentimental case without anything inside, if you put that on your door, then you have nothing on your door that is not a mezuzah. It's not a kosher mezuzah. It is a decorative case without anything on the inside. But, but, right. But, it's, almost like, it's almost like a shoe box, you know, when you get shoes <laughs> in a beautiful box. And sometimes people will keep their shoes in the boxes to, you know, keep them perfect and pristine and in good shape um it's very much the same thing you wouldn't call the shoe box the shoes the main thing is what's inside the box and that's really very very uh similar to what the mezuzah case really is that beautiful thing you see on the outside is really just a protection it's just to keep it in good shape so that the mezuzah itself the scroll the parchment that it's written on doesn't get destroyed or ruined from bad weather or who knows what else. I wonder if our, if our listeners kind of know what it says on the parchment inside of a mezuzah. It's actually taken from this week's Torah portion. From what we read just yesterday in synagogues around the world in Parshat Akev, in the portion of Akev, which lists to us the second paragraph of the Shema Yisrael, of the most famous passage of Jewish knowledge. And very interestingly, similarly to the mezuzah's popularity, if there's one prayer that every single Jewish child learns from its earliest age, it's the Shema. That's an amazing thing. Just like the mezuzah is ubiquitous in identifying Jews, the Shema Yisrael, which is what's written inside of the mezuzah, that Shema Yisrael is also what identifies the, the, the little knowledge, if any, that many Jews actually know about or have memorized about the Torah. Do you remember that story, Hannah, about the, uh, the Holocaust orphans, about the Shema? Do you remember that story? That's actually one of my favorite stories as a mother um, because it's not just so telling on the actual, on the Shema, but but it actually is so telling on what a, a Yiddish mama, on what a Jewish mother is. Um, it's this beautiful story how uh, at the end of the Holocaust, there was a rabbi, his name is Rabbi Silver, who was on a mission to go and find all the lost Jewish children. And he knew that before the Holocaust, many parents put their children in various orphanages and monasteries um, hoping that they survived the war and and in many, many instances they did. And this Rabbi Silver was going from monastery to monastery after the war trying to reclaim these Jewish children. 
but he had absolutely no way of identifying which child was Jewish and which one wasn't because they all really looked the same. And I believe that the uh, the administrators of the of the uh, monasteries were not being didn't, helpful. Didn't make it very easy. They and said when, all the kids in here are are Christian. Well, they, this rabbi was going to the to the various monasteries and asking for the Jewish children, and they said, "Oh no, we don't have any Jewish children here." And so he said, "Okay, you know what? If you can just give me a few moments with the children before they go to sleep, I would really appreciate that." And they agreed. And as all the children were climbing into their beds, Rabbi Silver started, picked up his right arm, put it, covered his eyes, and started saying, Shema Yisrael. And before he knew it, all the little children started crying, Mame, Mame, because they recognized those words as having been said to them by their mothers before they went to sleep, before the war. And he was very, very easily able to identify which were the Jewish children. And I find, and, and as I said before, it's to me it's the heart of a Jewish mother because that is the typical Jewish mother saying Shema with her children at night. And, and as we said, it's the, if there's anything a Jewish child will learn, if, if, if nothing else, it's the Shema Yisrael, that proclamation of faith. That's what the Shema Yisrael is. It's no little one. You might be small, you might be a little defenseless, but know that you are never alone. Know that you have God in heaven that is always watching over you. And with this knowledge, you have absolutely nothing to fear. Such a beautiful story, Khan. You said it so beautifully. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Um, the Shema Yisrael instilled in us from our mothers before we could even remember. And like those Holocaust orphans, those poor kids who had lost their parents to the gas chambers, to the crematoriums, to the vicious Nazis, these orphans who hadn't even realized or processed how much brutality and suffering they had already endured in their young lives, now were hearing the lullabies that they had heard upon their beds and cots from their loving mothers as she sung them to sleep. It was the wisdom of Rabbi Silvers coming from the United States to retrieve these lost orphans of our people. He did so through courage and wisdom by singing the Shema Yisrael and thus reviving the Jewish soul embedded so deeply within these children, a soul that was buried even before their cognitive memory was able to be developed. They didn't even know that they were Jews, but it was coming out. So what does the Shema Yisrael mean? It translates as Hero Israel. The Lord is our God. The Lord is one. It is the pledge of allegiance of the Jewish people. We believe in one God. There is only one God. Everything in existence is a part of God. Nothing exists outside of God. That is the meaning of Shema Yisrael. And that is the one message, if nothing else, that our mothers from the beginning of time have instilled within us and that we continue to instill in our own children to this very day. And amazingly, it's actually, I think, one of the oldest prayers that we have um, 
This goes, this dates back obviously all the way to our forefather, to Jacob. Hence the meaning here, oh Israel. Israel was Jacob. 4,000 years ago, almost. It's, and it's yesterday's Torah portion as well. It's in the Torah, which was written by God and given to us on Mount Sinai 3,331 years ago. That is the origin of the Shema Yisrael, as is the mitzvah of the mezuzah, which is inside of the Shema Yisrael paragraph. It says, and you shall write these words on your doorposts and upon your gates where God commands us inside of the Torah, one of the 613 commandments, is to write these words of Shema Yisrael upon our doorposts. But you know, Hannah, it's not enough to just have the Shema Yisrael appearing inside of a case on your doorposts. And by the way, it's all of your doorposts. Right, it's not just on the entryway. It's every, every door. single door in you the know, house. You know, it's like we tell our kids, Hannah, you know, that we say, only brush the teeth that you want to keep. <laughs> and we're negotiating with our five-year-old. He's showing us the teeth that he, that he doesn't want to keep. Wait, mommy, wait, mommy. Let me first show you which teeth I want to keep. <laughs> so I say to people, only put the mezuzahs on the doors that you want to protect. Right? Only the doors that you want to keep Bad, in, bad energy out of and keep good energy in, that's the doors you should put the mezuzahs on, which obviously is every single door that you own, excluding the bathrooms, because the bathrooms are not doors that are respectable to put the name of God upon your doorpost. But this mezuzah needs to have the Shemayin side of it, not Xerox, not photocopy, not on paper. It's got to be precise. It's got to be ink written with a quill on parchment exactly in the same manner and holiness as a Torah scroll. If it is not written with a quill and the proper ink on parchment by an expert scribe, it is not a kosher mezuzah. It has to be perfect. If one letter in there is cracked, if two letters are touching, if there's a little drop of humidity or moisture or rain which penetrated the mezuzah, Maybe some salt from the coastal air that penetrated the mezuzah and made it rust or mold or um, became brittle. The entire mezuzah is no longer kosher. And let me tell you an, an easy trick to know if you've been duped or if this is actually a real mezuzah. If it costs less than 20 or $30, then it is definitely... A knockoff, and well, it's not something you want to buy. Well, kind of the going rate right now is at least fifty dollars. Somebody spent a whole day the, well, riding precisely. this thing with an ink on parchment. If you found the mezuzah for ten or twenty dollars, yeah. there is no way on earth that that could possibly be a kosher mezuzah. You know, just because you were in Israel and you saw that it had Hebrew writing on it, and it looked it does like the not guy, make it kosher. The guy looked like a rabbi. He smelled like a rabbi. He sounded like a rabbi. It if they make tell a you, oh, it comes with the case, it's all no. No, just because it has a beautiful case on it does not make it kosher. And just because they said it was from Israel does not make it kosher. And usually if it's a little bit too tiny, it's probably not kosher. Because as the rabbi just said, it's handwritten by somebody from morning to night. It is a full day's work, if not more. And it's very precise. And nobody's selling that for... 20, right. 30 bucks. So what's really important to understand is that you actually have to check your mezuzahs to make sure that they are kosher at least once every three years. Just like your car 
needs to be serviced every 5,000 miles or six months. I'm not sure. I don't remember. They put that sticker <laughs> on the windshield. We're not very good at that. They put the sticker on the windshield. It's the only way I remember when my next mezuzah, uh, sorry, uh, car car service thing is. So too with when the, the light lights up. With the mezuzah as well. Yeah, when the light lights up, exactly. <laughs> with the mezuzah, you have to check your mezuzah once every three years. Because remember, you can't play with fire here. You know, we live in a crazy world. And if you want, we're looking to have any and every protection that we possibly can get. What's kept the Jewish people safe and secure over the past three and a half thousand years the Torah tells us explicitly is God's protection. But if you want God's protection, you've got to pay your premiums. You've got to buy into the policy. What that means is just make sure that you have a kosher mezuzah on your door. It's not that difficult. The way to do that is by having your mezuzahs checked. Now, we here at the Chabad Palm Beach Gardens have simplified the system. We've gone Amazon here on mezuzahs to make it very, very simple and very, very easy for you to be able to check your mezuzah and make sure that they are up to, st up to standard and up to code, keeping the safety and security inside of all of your doors. We'd like to encourage you to log on to our website. That's jewishgardens.com forward slash security jewishgardens.com forward slash security where you will see a very simple form allowing you to either order new mezuzahs of various of various sizes and kinds or you can um, you can have your mezuzahs checked right you can have your mezuzahs checked either way either way you can register them online and all that you need to do is simply to uh, drop them off at the Chabad Palm Beach Gardens. That's all. If you can just bring your mezuzahs to the Chabad Palm Beach Gardens, we will be able to process them for you. We'll send them to an expert scribe. And what that, that expert scribe will do for you is create an online portal for you where you can actually log in with your password, the special password that we will give you to see the inside of your mezuzahs on the website. You'll be able to see if there's anything wrong with your mezuzah, what exactly it looks like, if any letters are touching or broken or cracked or improperly formed, if there's any emissions or edits or changes, whatever's going on inside of your mezuzah, you will be able to actually see it on your special login, which we will provide to you through the Chabad of Palm Beach Gardens. And that way you'll also be able to see the history of your mezuzah checks. You'll be able to log on whenever you want and go back to you know, check when you've passed three years and you're due for a new mezuzah check. All you need to do, you can find all this information online at jewishgardens.com forward slash security to be able to either buy or check your mezuzahs, making sure that they are up to code, up to standard, kosher, and uh, in a way that will be able to bring you the safety and the security that you need, that we all need to keep us and our loved ones safe and secure. Yeah, because, you know, every single letter is important. If one little leg of one letter is not straight or wiped out or erased, actually holds a lot of significance. And we've had quite a few stories of people who have had some things happening to them in their lives. And then when they checked their mezuzahs, it was actually right there. The clues was right there in the mezuzah. And we'll be sharing with you some of those amazing stories in just uh, a few short minutes. But in the meantime, I did want you to know that we here at the Chabad Palmage Gardens are having a very exciting event that we'd like to invite you to. As part of our efforts to turn the once a year Jew into the once a month Jew, 
We have created a really great reason for you to come to Shul once a month. It's called Friday Night Live, which is our very successful program bringing people to Shul on a Friday night. We have great speakers, amazing food, and even better socializing. It all takes place once a month at the Chabad of Palm Beach Gardens. The first one is actually, the first one for the season is on September 6th, when we are having a survivor from the SS St. Louis, from the ship that was turned away from the United States back to Nazi Germany, a survivor from the ship who's going to tell the story of the SS St. Louis and what it was like to be a Jew on that ship coming to the Chabad of Palm Beach Gardens for the Friday Night Live event on September 6th. Just register, let us know that you're coming at jewishgardens.com forward slash RSVP. That's jewishgardens.com forward slash RSVP. But the one about the mezuzah, which I really want you to know about, is that on November 15th, save the date, we are bringing the commander of Israel's Antebi raid that took place when Israel rescued the, the, the uh, hijacked airline that was uh, landed in Entebbe, Uganda. The commander of operations, his name is Rami Sherman, is coming to speak at the Chabad of Palm Beach Gardens. He says that he came to Entebbe as an Israeli and he left back, he came back to Israel as a Jew. What's amazing about this event is that the Rebbe pointed out, the Lubavitcher Rebbe, Rabbi Schneerson pointed out that every single one of the people who was hijacked at Antebi had a problem with their mezuzah. Had something not kosher with their mezuzah. Thank God they all survived to tell the tale except for one person. And there was Prime Minister Bibi Netanyahu's brother. Yoni Netanyahu, who was the chief in command of that entire operation. And there was one woman on the plane that didn't survive. Oh, she An was, I think, in the hospital. That was in the hospital. She was in the hospital. But in I Uganda. just, I do want to clarify, though, that God forbid to say they were not punished because their mezuzahs weren't kosher, that it's definitely not the meaning God of forbid. that story. Rather, it was just kind of like a, a, like a sequence of events. Because our mezuzahs are almost like our DNA, of what happens in our lives, if there is a little issue with one of our chromosomes, it has an effect on what our life is going to be like. And so we just need to be careful to make sure that they're all perfect. Well, I just see it as added protection. In other words, if you're wearing a helmet in the battlefield, you'll be protected from a stray bullet. But if you're not wearing a helmet, you're not being punished. You just don't have your added exactly. protection. And Very that's well what the mezuzah is like. If you have the mezuzah, you've got added protection. If you don't have the mezuzah, then you're vulnerable to danger. Not a punishment, just a consequence of not being extra protected. And that's Absolutely. why we invite you to join us for this Friday Night Live event on, on Friday night, November 15th at the Chabad of Palm Beach Gardens with the Antebi with the commander of the Entebbe Raid, Rami Sherman. Just let us know that you're coming at jewishgardens.com forward slash RSVP while we still have space available. That's November 15th, jewishgardens.com forward slash RSVP. And we highly encourage you to come into this new year before Rosh Hashanah with kosher mezuzahs, either brand new mezuzahs or mezuzahs that have been checked by simply logging in online to jewishgardens.com forward slash security. That's jewishgardens.com forward slash security 
where you can simply drop off your mezuzahs at the Chabad of Palm Beach Gardens and we will have them back to you just in a couple weeks time kosher certified and ready to roll for another three years of safety and security we are taking our security to a whole new level this year and we hope that you will do the same let's keep us our families our possessions, everything precious to us, safe. Let's start this new year on a whole new level with jewishgardens.com forward slash security. Thank you for joining us here this morning. We'll be right back with more amazing stories about the (coughs) power of the mezuzah (coughs) coming up right after this. Don't go away. The moment you step aboard a luxury cruise ship, your every need and want is taken care of. Every day at the Tradition at Morse Life feels like life aboard a luxury cruise ship with more of everything that makes life wonderful, like first-class service, first-class food, first-class amenities, and first-class fun, all-inclusive. At the Tradition Assisted Living, you'll feel more vibrant, more energized, and more inspired to make the most of every day. You'll be more comfortable and more connected to friends and to family. Even new grandbabies and great-grandbabies will be little celebrities when they visit you at the Tradition. Best of all, you'll have more care when you need it and more freedom when you don't. Visit the Tradition at Morse Life and see how much more life can be. Tour online at morselife.org or call 561-250-0017. The Tradition at Morse Life. More caring and more community. Because at Morse Life, we're committed to giving you more. Are you confused or just plain bored by the new tax laws? The professionals at Zachary Financial Consultants have studied every line of the thousand-page bill and know all the ways that you can benefit from it as well as all of the hidden traps you need to avoid. If you're a business owner, you may be able to save tens of thousands of dollars in taxes. But in order to take advantage of them, you may have to make some changes. The professionals at Zachary Financial Consultants can easily guide you through these muddy waters. Having over 37 years of financial experience, the staff at Zachary Financial Consultants includes CPAs, certified financial planners, and attorneys. They regularly assist their clients in making sure they're maximizing their after-tax investment performance, that their families are adequately protected in case of a catastrophe, and in providing a customized financial plan which they help to implement and monitor. At Zachary Financial Consultants, every client is treated with personalized care as if they were part of the family. You can speak directly with the CEO, Mitch Zachary, at 561-508-8446 or email him at mzachary at zacharyfinancial.com. They are conveniently located in Palm Beach Gardens and they offer free consultations. That's Zachary Financial Consultants, 561-508-8446. Chabad Hebrew School. Teach them today for a brighter tomorrow. At Chabad Hebrew School, learning is always fun and kids don't want to miss a day. Give your children the greatest gift of all, the gift of a strong Jewish identity through a solid Jewish education. Sundays, 10 a.m. to noon at Chabad of Palm Beach Gardens. Call us at 561-624-2223 to schedule an appointment or online at jewishgardens.com. Are you retired or nearing retirement? By now you probably realize that nest egg you had set up is not nearly enough to carry you through retirement. Here's some good news. They specialize in retirement planning, estate planning, 
income taxation, and investment strategies for people who are retired or approaching retirement looking for ways to maximize their income. It's not too late to get on the right track to financial freedom. Mark Lenski has been a financial advisor since 1986 and carries a certified financial planner's designation and all the tips, tools, and secrets you need to find financial stability. They also focus on 401k plans and passive real estate solutions. So whether you're retired, nearing retirement, or just want to stay ahead of the game, contact Mark Linsky to set up your consultation. 561-328-7391. That's 561-328-7391. US1 and Donald Ross, right in Juneau Beach. Investment Group is an independent firm with securities offered through Summit Brokerage Services, Inc. Member FINRA and SIPC. Advisory services offered through Summit Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor. You're listening to the Sunday Schmooze with the Rabbi and the CEO, brought to you by Morris Life Health System, the gold standard in senior living. Now, back to your hosts, Rabbi David Vigler and CEO Mitch Zachary. Separating the facts from the fiction and the Bubba Mises from the bottom line, you're listening to the Sunday Schmooze with the Rabbi and the CEO. I'm Rabbi David Vigler of Chabad Palm Beach Gardens, joined by my wife, Rebetzin Chana, co-founder and co-CEO of Chabad Palm Beach Gardens, the Rabbi and the Rebetzin, together here in the Sunday Schmooze studio. Good morning, Chana. How are you? Good morning. Thank God. How are you? Wonderful. Always a pleasure to have <clears throat> you with me in the studio. Thank you so very much, Chana. Today we're talking about safety and security. We're talking about this crazy world that we live in, and it's always been a crazy world, let's face it. I don't think there's ever been a time in the history of the world where people were just totally calm and relaxed. There's always been some mishugayim out there, crazy people out there that are just, nobody knows why or how, they just are obsessed with hurting other people. And we're all looking to strengthen our security, to bolster our security. Yeah, I think, you know, I think that we've, there have always been like the danger zones that you know you need to stay away from those danger zones. Like, you know, you don't want to go out into a battlefield or you don't want to go into the bad neighborhoods. And I feel like that has really, really changed today that no matter how safe you think you are and no matter what neighborhood you live in, I think that we all feel vulnerable. We feel like, there's no such thing as the safe, safe, safe neighborhood in the country anymore because no matter how safe it's ever been, it's just become so crazy out there. You know, I, I feel like there was almost like a gentleman's code, even amongst terrorists and pirates, that you don't hurt children and women. But somehow today, it's just become all the, the craze. Is who can shoot in a public school or in a Walmart or in a place where people are innocent and defenseless and just minding their own business. It's a crazy world out there today. But we as Jews have a timeless, time-tested method of safety and security, which we would like to share with you today. It all comes out of the Torah portion this week. We read about it just yesterday in the Torah in thousands and thousands of synagogues around the world. It's the weekly Torah portion in which we read the Shema Yisrael, the Jewish Pledge of Allegiance, the declaration of our faith in monotheism in one God. And within the Shema Yisrael, we read about the biblical commandment, one of the 613 commandments, to write these words upon your gates and your doorposts, the mitzvah of the mezuzah. You know, the word mezuzah 
actually means a doorpost? Because we are supposed to inscribe these words upon our doorposts. When we put our faith on our doorpost, a lot like this great states of America, United States of America, puts their in God we trust on our money, which is an amazing, amazing thing from our founding fathers, so too we Jews put our faith in one God we trust on all of our doorposts. When we do this, we are inviting God, quite literally, to guard our doorposts, to keep all evil out, all bad news, negative influences, undesirable people outside of the house, outside of the door, and only allow goodness, kindness, happiness, joy, good energy inside of the door. That is the purpose of the mezuzah. Yeah, but you know, we can't just kind of like rely on that mezuzah to be like, okay, I have a mezuzah, so everything's going to be fine and dandy in my house. Um, And you just kind of, you know, you can't feel like now I have a mezuzah, there are going to be no arguments, there's going to be no no fights, no pettiness, no... We also have to do our part to keep that tranquility in the home. And interestingly, I was just thinking as you were speaking that the mezuzah itself actually is an incredible uh, lesson in how to keep peace and tranquility in the home with the way that we actually put the mezuzah on the door. You know, there are, <laughs> the Talmud is known for its arguments that one one sage says, you know, it needs to be this way. Another sage, sage, uh, sage says it needs to be another way. And no matter what they're talking about in the, you know, they say two Jews, three opinions. In the Talmud, I think two Jews, 10 opinions. I'm not sure. But the mezuzah is no different. And this discussion is had there as well. And it's discussed, should a mezuzah be straight upwards or should a mezuzah vertical. be, should it be vertical or should it be horizontal? And in the end of the day, the decision is exactly the middle ground. It should be diagonal. It's not because we can't aim. Because when you want to turn your house into a home, it's all about compromise. There's no such thing as the right way and the wrong way. There is our way. What are we going to do? that will make everybody happy. And there is always a middle ground and it always takes some bending on either side, on both ends, in order for a marriage to work, in order for a family to work, in order for any relationship to work, to, for a, a business to work. We always have to be willing to give a little on some end. And as long as we each think that we're the givers rather than the takers, that we're the givers in the relationship, that's what's going to make this home a peaceful home, a happy home. That's what's going to invite all those good vibes and good energies into the home. 
That's a great story, Khan, and a beautiful perspective on uh, God helping those who help themselves. We certainly don't want to disinvite God from our relationship and from our safety and security. And we want to make every effort that we can to, to have happiness in our marriages, in our relationships, in our business endeavors, and uh, from any harmful outside influences. But together with that, we will take any bit of help that we can get from God, from our faith, from the mezuzah. The mezuzah is inviting God into our home it, it's not even expensive it's like it's like 60 or 70 dollars you know just to buy a kosher mezuzah which has the ink written on parchment like a miniature Torah scroll it's got to be written handwritten it's got to be with a quill by an expert trained scribe who can write the Shema Yisrael the Jewish Pledge of Allegiance straight from the Torah onto the little parchment which is folded up inside of the mezuzah case and when you have that correctly placed upon your door with the proper blessing you will then be able to automatically draw down the blessing of God upon your home think of it like a Wi-Fi system you know, if you want to have internet connectivity in, in your house, you've got to make sure that you're connected to your internet provider, right? You've got to make sure that that internet provider is up and running. So to, just because you have the modem, it doesn't mean you're going to be able to have Wi-Fi in the house. You've got to make sure the Wi-Fi is plugged in and working and connected and you paid your bill. So too with the mezuzah, if it's kosher, if it's written properly with ink and parchment, if the letters are intact and not ruined by weather, moisture, humidity, acidity, or some other negligence or, or natural events, then that mezuzah is going to draw God's presence and security to protect the contents of that particular room. The way to ensure that is by checking your mezuzah once every three years at the very least, and you can do that really easily by visiting jewishgardens.com forward slash security. That website again is jewishgardens.com forward slash security, where we've made it real easy for you to check your mezuzahs or even to order brand new mezuzahs. All you need to do is just register your mezuzahs and drop them off at the Chabad of Palm Beach Gardens. We will have them checked for you and return to you in a couple of weeks time after having been checked by an expert scribe. You know, that website, one more time, is jewishgardens.com forward slash security, jewishgardens.com forward slash security to make sure that your mezuzahs are checked up to code by an expert scribe, making sure that you have safety and security upon you and your loved ones. You know, Hannah, there's, there's a great story, a bit of a sad story. It came out of, the, came out of Israel, in the northern end of Israel, in a little village called Ma'alot, on the border of Lebanon. That village... Um, in 1973, just before the Yom Kippur War, was actually attacked by a group of uh, Palestinian terrorists. And for the first time ever, these Palestinian terrorists held the school children hostage. Until then, Israel had never experienced with terrorists attacking innocent, defenseless children. But here, for the very first time, they went after our own children. It's tragic. Israel was not prepared. They didn't even know how to, they didn't even have a task force to, to protect from terrorists armed to the teeth, holding children hostage with their teachers. So Ariel Sharon, General Ariel Sharon, actually ultimately created the Sayeret Matkal, Israel's uh, elite commando unit as a result of the story. What he did was is that he led his forces inside of the school. They stormed the school. And they managed to kill every last one of the terrorists. 
but not before the terrorists were able to kill 17 school children. This was an, a catastrophe of epic proportion. 17 children innocently lost their lives in this little village of Ma'alot in 1973 in the north of Israel was a devastating blow to the community, to the village, and of course to the entire Israel. At one point in their bereavement, the members of the kibbutz wrote a letter to the Rebbe, Rabbi Schneerson in, in New York. And the Rebbe's response was almost curt when he, he asked them to check the mezuzahs in the school. But they did so. And guess what? They found that of all the mezuzahs in the school, 17 of the mezuzahs were not kosher. 17 of the mezuzahs were not kosher. What does it mean they weren't kosher? It means they were weathered, they were broken, maybe the letters were cracked, maybe there was some moisture that smudged the letters. Each letter has to be perfectly formed, independent of any other letter. The parchment has to be exactly a specific way, just like a Torah scroll. And if there's any mistake inside of the mezuzah, maybe it was written wrong, you know? Any mistake inside of a mezuzah makes it not kosher and precludes the divine protection to that particular room. So now the residents of the, of the Moshav and Ma'alot were outraged. Their mourning, their grief was turned into outrage as they wrote to the Rebbe and they said, Rebbe, what kind of God is this? who would punish 17 innocent school children, who would punish us with the murder of 17 innocent children because 17 scrolls were not kosher. And here the Rebbe's answer gives us tremendous perspective. The Rebbe's response was as follows. He says, just like a soldier going to battle wears a bulletproof vest to protect him from the dangers of the battlefield. The bulletproof vest will protect his torso from a stray bullet. But what happens if he decides to wear a faulty vest, a faulty bulletproof vest, or maybe a fake bulletproof vest? What's going to happen? If he gets hit, that's not a punishment. It's merely a consequence of his negligence. Not that he was punished for wearing a faulty bulletproof vest or for not wearing a bulletproof vest, but just that he was a consequence of you know, of being vulnerable. And that's what the mezuzah is. God doesn't punish us for not having a, a non-kosher mezuzah. It just means that we, no, we don't have the added protection, the helmet, the bulletproof vest, which is provided, the iron dome, which is provided when we have a kosher mezuzah, when we are inviting God to protect that room. So not a punishment, but rather a consequence of not adequately protecting that particular room. I guess it's like a burglar breaking yeah. into a home. I was just thinking, if you if you punch in the wrong numbers for your alarm and your alarm doesn't go off, it, it's not a punishment that the uh, burglar ends up, you know, uh, breaking in. If you don't set the alarm, you mean? But if yeah, if you if you put the wrong numbers in for your alarm to go off, then it just won't work. There's just a, a gap in the security. Right. So that's. So that's the uh, the meaning and, and the importance. I know it's a very it's a very heavy story. That honey is that a little too heavy for the radio here. Ah, look, definitely uh, when we're talking about children um, being murdered for no reason, not that there ever is a reason, it's heavy. Um, but it's good to know that we have 
we have the ability to protect ourselves and we have the ability to, it's, you know, when we put them as us, it's not just for our own protection, but it's for the greater protection of, of everything precious to you. You know, uh, the way I see the story, and by the way, if you've just tuned in, you're listening to the rabbi and the Rebetzin. I'm Rabbi David Vigler of Chabad of Palm Beach Gardens. My wife, Rebetzin Chana Vigler, is the co-founder and co-CEO of the Chabad of Palm Beach Gardens. And together we are uh, hosting this radio show, the Sunday Shmooze. We would love to hear your thoughts and comments. Please send us an email to rabbi at jewishgardens.com. That's rabbi at jewishgardens.com. And we're talking about the Jewish way to safety and security today. You know, Khan, I want you to know, the way I see that story, the story of the terrorist who murdered 17 school children in Israel, and it was subsequently discovered that 17 of those scrolls, of the mezuzah scrolls, were not actually kosher. I find that actually a message of hope. I find within that story a message of how we are not alone. We have someone watching over us. What would you not do to protect our children? What would, you, what would we not do to protect those who depend upon us, those whom we love? We would do anything to protect them. When we now know that God is offering us a deal, I will stand by your door personally. I will be there guarding your loved ones when you are not there and when you are there. I will watch over you. Just invite me in by placing a kosher mezuzah at your door. I find that a very inspiring message, that we don't live in a world of dog eats dog, of survival of the fittest, but a world where we can overcome the chaos, the madness out there by inviting God into our home. And all that we need to do is just invest in a kosher mezuzah, buying it from a reputable source, not someone who's trying to rip you off as an unsuspecting American tourist in Israel and making sure to do the maintenance on your mezuzah by checking your mezuzahs with an expert scribe at least once every three years. You can check your mezuzah by simply visiting our website, jewishgardens.com forward slash security. That's jewishgardens.com forward slash security where you can either buy a new mezuzah or drop your mezuzahs off at the Chabad and we will return them to you with a full online web report with images of what the inside of your mezuzah looks like. If there's something wrong with it, we will have our expert scribe show you exactly what the problem is. And this is actually quite fascinating when you find out and discover about what possibly could be wrong with your mezuzahs. Yeah, we actually had this pretty crazy story uh, recently, very, very recently, with good friends of ours who um, recently just had a few broken bones in their family. Two members, actually. One broke her foot, another one broke his arm. We had some, it was pretty, uh, pretty intense. So he said he's got to check his mezuzahs. He figured that there's something, something uh, going mess. on. And guess what happened? He found. Two of his mezuzahs were not kosher. He checked them with a scribe. Two of those mezuzahs were not kosher. And I couldn't resist. I said to him, two mezuzahs, two broken bones. Could this be connected? Your call. You know, again, it's not a punishment. It just merely means that you had two holes in your iron dome and... In your ozone layer. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Whichever way you want to look at it. And that's why it's so important for us to have a kosher mezuzah 
on our doors. Remember, you only need to protect. You only need need to put mezuzahs up on the doors that you want to protect. So if you don't want to protect the back door of the house then don't put up a mezuzah there. But well, I can't we, imagine why you wouldn't want to protect the back door of your house. Right. Well, we don't put them up on the bathroom doors. Because it's disrespectful it's to the mezuzah. It's not, just not appropriate, even though, of course, we want protection wherever we are. But otherwise, we certainly put them up in every single doorway of our home. And it's not just of your home. It's of your business, too. And, and if you own a home in some other country or some other city, if you're a snowbird, you arm the doors of all of your home, be, all of your homes, because it's not just about bad people, criminals and burglars, God forbid, but it's also about bad energy. It's about the negative energy in, in the relationships. It's about, it's about having, having bad influences upon yourself and your children, about, God forbid, influences of, of addiction and substance abuse and all sorts of uh, sour relationships. That's all being protected when you are able to invite the mezuzah, the presence of God, into your home. And for this, uh, we'd like to actually invite you to join us here at the Chabad of Palm Beach Gardens where we're bringing a very special speaker for our Friday Night Live on November 15th. November 15th is a Friday. We're bringing Israel's commander of operations during the Entebbe raid in Uganda, 1976 or was that 1974? I don't remember right now, but it was in the 70s when Israel uh, had that stunning rescue of the hijacked airliner, probably the world's most daring hostage rescue crisis. The commander of that raid, his name is Rami Sherman. He worked hand in hand with, uh, with uh, Yoni Netanyahu, the brother of Prime Minister Bibi Netanyahu, who tragically lost his life on the control tower. He was the only soldier of Israel that was killed during the Entebbe raid. And his right-hand man was uh, Rami Sherman, Commander Rami, Rami Sherman. His job, his job was to get all the hostages inside of those massive Hercules airplanes to get them back to safety, back to Israel. This guy, Rami Sherman, is coming to speak to us here at the Chabad of Palm Beach Gardens at the Friday Night Live. We'd like you to invite you to join us. Please do let us know that you're coming. Um, RSVP is essential by registering online at jewishgardens.com forward slash RSVP. That's jewishgardens.com forward slash RSVP to let us know that you're coming to this event. But what's amazing about this Entebbe Raid event is that the Rebbe pointed out that every single one of the hostages during the Entebbe Raid had a problem with their mezuzah at home. They had a problem with their mezuzah, which is why maybe they were on that fateful airline that was, uh, you know, that was hijacked. We cannot ever have enough security. You always want to make sure that you are protected, that you are safe, that your loved ones are safe. And for this, we invite you to check your mezuzahs. We urge you to check your mezuzahs. Let's keep Palm Beach Gardens, let's keep Palm Beach County safe by checking your mezuzahs. And you can do that online nice and easy by logging on to georgegardens.com forward slash security, georgegardens.com forward slash security, where you can buy new mezuzahs or Check your mezuzahs in a very comfortable and easy fashion. Just drop your mezuzahs off at the Chabad and we will have them returned to you nice and neat, safe and secure in uh, just a couple weeks so that you can make sure that your home is protected the way it should be. And you know, the cover of the mezuzah actually has the letter Shin on it, which stands for God's name. And it's actually an acronym for the Guardian of the doors of Israel. Well, there's actually uh, three letters, Hannah, on the, on the outside of the mezuzah. The inside of the mezuzah says the Shema Yisrael, but the outside of the mezuzah has three letters. 
the Shin, the Dalit, and the Yud, you actually see them from the outside. And that spells the name of God, which we're not allowed to pronounce in vain, but also stands for Shomer Daltot Yisrael, which means guardian of the doorways of Israel. And to me, it's such a simple way of giving the message to anybody that walks through the doors and every small child, you know, children notice everything. They don't miss a beat. And it's just, to me, it's such a, it's, it's, it's such a symbolic but meaningful way to show, give that message that in this home, this home has God's protection. This home has godliness in it. And even if we don't necessarily do that much in our home, but we are welcoming God into this home. And every time you walk in and out those doors and if you reach out and give it a kiss and the children are accustomed to seeing it every time they walk in and walk out. And even for you, every time you walk in and walk out and you just just seeing it, putting your eyes on it. And every guest that you have that walks in and sees this little message of God on your door just imbues your day and your life and your home with this element of godliness. You know, Hannah, somebody once asked a great rabbi, the Katzka Rebbe, they asked him, where is God? And his response was so beautiful. God is wherever you let him in. The big question is, are you going to let God guard your home is your mezuzah kosher. Thank you for joining us here this morning on the Sunday Shmooze with the Rabbi and the Rabbitson. We look forward to seeing you next week. Shalom, and let's have an amazing week.